0: My entitled mom stole my inheritance money by claiming it under my name and falsifying records just to get the money. And now she's refusing to give it to me, claiming that she needs it or else she's going to be homeless. And I honestly don't know what to do. So I found out earlier this year that I was supposed to receive around $160,000 in inheritance money when my father passed away. I found out by looking into a cabinet in our house. I was compelled to do so because my mother acts rich or poor whenever it's Suits her, as well as showing other really strange behavior. I found a letter that was addressed specifically to me from the life insurance company that had my inheritance. All I needed to do was submit some paperwork and they'd give me a check. I'm not sure how, but my mother somehow submitted documents for me and even cashed the check that was in my name. I'm also not sure why she felt entitled to do that when she got nearly half a million dollars in inheritance herself. When I confronted her about it, she obviously did not take it well. She was very adamant that that it was her money up until I informed her that after I found the documents, I called the life insurance company and received photocopies of the check as well as the submitted documents. After I told her that, she tried negotiating with me, stating that she can give me $10,000 to start with and then $2,000 every month. But I said no. I said she will guilt trip me into delaying her payments if we go that route. She then tells me that she will be homeless if I get all the money at once. I eventually make her show me her bank statements. And as far as I know, she has around $330,000 in her bank account. In addition, she's been making six figures with her job for the past three years. So there's no way she would be homeless. She is completely lying. I told her I need a good amount of money if I want to have any chance of moving out. I wanted to move out with my friend, but my mom took way too long to give me any money. I received $50,000 from her, and like a week or so later, she started asking if she could borrow $20,000 for a month. She claims that that she needs it in her bank account so that the lender can approve the condo or the house that she wants to buy. She asked if I would be okay and I stupidly told her that I'd be getting grants from school too. She then wanted to borrow $20,000 on top of the grant money by passive aggressively mentioning it whenever she could. A few weeks later, she forced me to go with her to the bank to withdraw the $20,000 and this was back on October 3rd. On November 23rd, I asked her to give me $2,000. I told her it's been two months and I want a portion of it back. She then gives me the silent treatment and the next day I try calling her but she just starts crying hysterically. She says things like, I knew I shouldn't have trusted you with money. What are you going to do with it? Spend it all on illegal substances? You're just going to use it for gambling, right? Why are you being so mean? You ruined my holiday and you ruined my life. You're being abnormal. You're just doing this because you're behind in life and you're desperate. I spent so much money on food the past month that I just can't do it and excuses like this kept happening over and over again. A couple of days later, we have a four-hour argument. During this argument, I was so disgusted with her behavior that I told her I want nothing to do with her. A couple of days after that, to my surprise, she comes into my room and asks me for a hug. She starts crying and says that she just suppresses all her thoughts and feelings. She says she'll give me $500 now and then $500 on December 2nd. I mean, what is going on? I swallow my anger for a couple of days, but then I could no longer hold it in. I wasn't giving her the silent treatment, but I wasn't looking at her or initiating any form of talking. She starts to notice this and asks me what's wrong, but she automatically starts screaming it's the money, isn't it? And then repeats the same thing she did the last time going through all these excuses, implying that I'm gambling or that I'm just using it for stupid reasons. And again she made it very clear that she wants to buy a condo or a house. I told her that I'm mad at her because she told me that she needed the $20,000 for a month and it's now been over two months and she is still not giving that money back. After this, she started acting like she was about to cry and then she left the house. She then transferred me another $500 and after that, I haven't talked to her since. It infuriates me that she thinks she's entitled to this money. I mean, why would she need a house in the first place? And this money was only in her account in the first place because she committed fraud. But now, once I let her borrow some money, she's going to treat it like some kind of allowance. It's my money. Legally, it's absolutely mine. And she needs to get over it. She already has $500,000 before she took my money. Since I was 18, I've been working minimum wage jobs. She made it so clear as day that she thinks her needs are way above mine. I don't have utilities. I don't even have a career yet. So I am much less important. Even if that's factually true, I'm your child and that money is legally mine. Another example of her entitlement was when I was 19 years old. I was working at a tutoring place in addition to a restaurant all while taking 16 units in college with no car. I was leaving the house one day to go get a haircut and my mom then asked me, um, where do you think you're going? And when I told her that I was going to get a haircut, she said verbatim, really? You're supposed to be using that money to help me. That's honestly how entitled she is. At this point, she has received a total of $660,000 while her child, who is a full-time student with two jobs and no car, is not important enough to use the money they earned from their job to get a haircut. I'm so mad, and I just have this huge problem that really needs to get taken care of. But I hate making people uncomfortable. This is also why I usually cannot blindside a person by randomly bringing up an issue. I usually have to text them first, but I'm starting to think that that's never a good idea. This is all so frustrating, and I simply don't know what to do. Listen to me very carefully. You really do need to get a lawyer and take care of this legally. This is actually unbelievable. She is manipulating you left and right and she falsified documents and stole your money. You have a legal right to this money and if I was in your shoes, I definitely would escalate this further and seek some kind of legal counsel who can properly help you navigate this situation. That is not unreasonable. If anything, it's probably necessary because you can bet she's going to string you along for the rest of your life and pretty soon that money's going to dry up and you will never see a cent of it. She literally committed fraud at your expense and if you're not careful, this very easily could come against you one day. So in my opinion, it's time to seek an attorney who can help you with the nuances of a case like this because this is a very serious issue and I think it's about time, especially based on her behavior, to start taking this situation seriously and seek legal advice. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. An entitled Karen demands that I give her my personal food items just so she can try and enjoy her breakfast a little little bit more. And when I tell her that I'm not doing that and she can't have my property, she files a complaint against me online, implying that I was rude and denied her some kind of service. But I got the last laugh as I was allowed to respond online. And in the process, I put her right in her place. Here's what happened. When it comes to working at a hotel, guests in the morning are something else. Some are sleepy and or friendly in the morning and some of them are cranky, but some are just plain garbage. Usually I work afternoon shift. Since that was the shift I worked when I was in college and I have the most experience with it. I have worked all three shifts before, even having a few months when I worked all three shifts in one week. It all depended on who was on our staff at the time. During this stretch of time, I was just needed for afternoons, but had occasional mornings that I did work. This particular day, I was scheduled for a morning and an afternoon, making it in total a 16-hour shift. I don't mind these, as management doesn't mind if I slack off as long as I get All my tasks done Which I usually knock out Before the end of the first half Since I knew I would be working that long And I was ready to go with time to spare I decided to stop at McDonald's To pick up some breakfast I was planning on getting their breakfast burritos So I brought a small bottle of hot sauce The way our hotel is set up It has an open area for breakfast Right across from the front desk So I can see all of breakfast And the guests can't see me Working at my desk This is very useful Since we didn't have a breakfast attendant Working that day And the front desk is in charge of cleaning, restocking, and everything else for breakfast. It was slow when I got in. Barely anyone was eating breakfast that day. I went to the breakfast area and checked if we are low on anything or if I need to clean anything. I'm chatting with one of our long-term stay guests as I'm sweeping some cereal off the floor. And all is good. After I finish all that and start a new pot of coffee to replace the one that's about to run out, I start going back to the desk when a mother and a daughter come to breakfast. I say good morning as we pass each other and she says it back. They go get some food and I do some of my shift start jobs and check on the checkout list. I start eating my burrito with the hot sauce while standing at the back of the wall of the front desk, clearly away from the computers, as that's one of the rules while we're eating. After a few minutes going to town on the burrito, the mother comes up to the desk. I put the food down next to the bottle of hot sauce and address her. How can I help you, ma'am? Um, is there any hot sauce for the burritos? As a side note, we don't have any hot sauce for breakfast? Mostly because there aren't really any options for it. We don't have scrambled eggs that they can be used for and we have breakfast salsa for the burritos. I explain that we have breakfast salsa, but we don't have any hot sauce. She then points to my hot sauce and says, what's that? That looks like hot sauce. I say, yes it is, but it's my personal hot sauce that I brought from home. She then points at it and says, give me that then. Yes, she didn't ask me if she could use it. She demanded. Even if she did ask nicely, I still wouldn't give it to her because of sanitary reasons. I kept putting hot sauce on my burrito as I ate, and I know for a fact that the opening of the bottle hit that area where my saliva was all over it. I look at her and I say, I'm sorry, but I cannot do that because of sanitary reasons. But this entitled Karen was not having it. She says, that is absolute garbage. I've never stayed at a hotel where hot sauce wasn't provided at breakfast. And this is actually false, as we have breakfast salsa out there for her to use, which counts towards the requirement that hot sauce falls under as well It's not even an hour into my long shift And I was already regretting the day I say to her Again You are welcome to use the breakfast salsa But I cannot give you this hot sauce As it's my personal bottle And I definitely had my saliva all over it Bear in mind too This wasn't a new bottle I bought it a few weeks ago It was about three-fourths of the way gone already And there was dried up hot sauce All over the threads of the wooden cap and opening And after I said that She left to go finish breakfast with her Daughter. After a few more minutes she returns to the desk to check out. As I'm checking her out she asked me for my name and after I told her this I knew it was going straight to corporate and that she would file an online complaint which was fine since I was one of the few people who have access to the response feature on there despite not being a manager by title or if she called corporate I knew it would be quelled by stating that the guest was demanding something that I paid for with my own money of which the hotel did not own. Sure enough a A few hours later, there was a review from this entitled Karen. The scores were fine, except for friendliness of staff, as well as the breakfast, which honestly is not a shocker. In her comments, she said the following. There was no hot sauce for burritos, only salsa. And the original poster at the front desk was rude when I asked for the hot sauce that he had behind the desk, claiming he couldn't give it to me for sanitary reasons. He should not have been hoarding the hot sauce bottle. The hotel needs better staff that would bend their back for the guest. Immediately, I asked in the staff group chat, which had our owners and managers in it, if I could respond to this one, since it happened to me on my shift, and thankfully, they said to go for it, but they do need to read what I say first. After reading staff notes on her reservation, including the previous ones, here's basically what I wrote, which management loved right away. I said, I'm sorry if you were not satisfied during your stay here at our hotel. Please know that we try to make every guest feel special. If you felt unsatisfied about anything else. Like if we should have kept the pool open an extra 45 minutes instead of the half hour we did for you, please let us know so we can do better. As for the issue on hand, we spoke to the front desk agent about the situation as he was misinformed about our guest policies, specifically with breakfast. It would have been a health code violation on par with spitting in the food if he gave you the hot sauce, not just for sanitary reasons. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. He now has a more accurate reason in the future to Why he cannot give personal food items to guests in the meantime we replaced his personal bottle of hot sauce with a new one have a good day and that was truly the best kind of revenge i possibly could have asked for for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus Good for the original poster for basically getting the last word in. I mean, how entitled do you have to be to start demanding stuff that is the personal property of the employee that you're trying to shake down? I mean, what kind of weirdo acts like that? They clearly are just entitled and want to have everything their way, and they're gonna make you as miserable as possible until you bend to their will, which is honestly so toxic. But good for this original poster for standing up for themselves. Because you know what? They probably would have been fired if they handed over that bottle. And you can bet that entitled Karen would not have cared for a second if you lost your job. My mom is very reliant on me for just about everything ever since I was just a kid and now I'm not sure if she's taking advantage of me or if I should stick around just to make sure that she's taken care of and I honestly don't know what to do. So I'm a 24 year old female and I have a great relationship with my mom who's retired. I live with her and my brother and I have been all my life. We talk, we share and she's been very supportive of my career and helps me out a lot when I'm not okay, which sadly is pretty often. I've done everything I've wanted without complaints. I've gone out, I've had boyfriends, parties. I was still pretty shy, so it wasn't crazy. And she trusted me. There's fighting a regular amount, but it's nothing too serious. Sometimes she wakes me when I miss my alarm or helps me with money, so I feel indebted to her. And her cooking is kind of terrible, to be honest. Recently, my grandmother, who's not that old, got really sick. Thankfully, it was just a scare, but. Ever since, she's moved into my room. For a couple of days, I've been co-sleeping on my mom's bed, the floor, or my brother's bed if he's working a night shift. And that's honestly not a big deal in my culture. Although it's just for some time, it's getting to me. I am tired and I have to go to work early. But even still, I feel like it's something I should do to try and help out. But here's the thing. I recently talked to a friend and it sort of hit me how often I do what I'm supposed to do for the family and how scared I am to leave my mom. On her own Because I know she couldn't handle it herself For example My grandparent had this medical emergency And she called me Who was at work in a different city Instead of an ambulance So I would call it instead Some years ago When my father passed away I was the one talking to doctors and lawyers And signing stuff While she was the one just crying It was awful I just lost my dad Yet I had to take care of it all On my own And I never complained This is just two examples of many that I could think of off the top of my head. I've always had to deal with these kinds of things, whether it's simple like calling an electrician or paying family debt or planning a funeral. Because I'm the responsible and grounded one, I'm the one that has to do it. And it really begs the question, is this fair? I've been mothering her since I was about 16 years old and planned my first funeral by my grandfather at that time. And I only realized it now that when I needed help, but I had no one to turn to, it was because I've always been the grown-up in this family, a friend told me that the only way she got over something similar was moving out. And that honestly frightens me because I don't know if my mom is unable to cope with stressful situations or if she's even just unable to perform certain tasks because it honestly just feels like she just can't do any of this. She isn't evil, so I don't understand why she would do that to me, but this is constant. I wouldn't want anyone to get unnecessarily hurt by me drifting away from her. I'm honestly questioning if me helping is good or bad. And it honestly just makes me more sad. Maybe I'm just overthinking a regular part of life that we all experience. I just honestly feel that I've missed out on some of my 20s. And this is way more than people my age do for their parents. Am I the problem here? Does anybody have any experience similar to what I'm dealing with? I honestly think I'll move out eventually. But I can't imagine her caring for herself without my help. What should I do? Honestly, this is a really Tricky situation because I can completely understand where you're coming from. You want to make sure that your mom is able to take care of herself and that she's able to handle all these stressful things that go on in her life. But to be completely honest, I think you need to know that she really can't handle this by herself. I mean, for 30 plus years, she grew up without you, and a lot of the things that you feel the need to step up and take care of, she most definitely knows how to do. So I really would not feel guilty about moving on and moving out. There really is no shame in doing that unless you really. Do plan on living with your mom for the rest of your life Which at this rate you saying oh i'll move out eventually really will never happen So thinking about yourself in this situation might just be the best thing not only for you But also for your mom to step up and be the adult that she already was before you were born It's not fair for you to be shackled to your mom like that But I also recognize that there might be some nuance to the culture that you come from Where staying with your parents for the rest of your life really isn't that unusual So I think considering your circumstances I would just go about this in the best way that's appropriate for your situation. I know that my husband is cheating on me, but as of right now, I simply cannot leave and I don't know what to do. So my husband and I have been married for four years and were previously dating for two years. We originally met in college and were friends for around three years before we got together. So we have known each other for around nine years in total. And in those nine years, I didn't expect anything like this to happen. I'm 29 years old and he is 30 years old old. So about two months ago my husband was acting a bit strange and by strange I mean he's usually very touchy since physical touch is his love language. He wouldn't be as talkative when he got home from work. Even on his off days he would be in his office at home which he usually hates being locked up in his office when he doesn't have work stuff to do in there on his days off and he wouldn't let me come into the office to check up on him. I confronted him about it and he said it was just the stress from his job which I could understand as he is the money provider in our family. Now, for a bit of context, I don't work because I'm currently seven months pregnant. Otherwise, I would be working at my tech job. Anyways, when it came to his office, I believed him, and afterwards he was back to being normal. But it happened again, and this time he was being more secretive around his devices. Going out every other weekend, as well as other really suspicious things. Jumped to two weeks ago, and he was out again on the weekend. Yet he left his office unlocked where his iPad and his laptop were. I finally got curious and I decided to look through them and I know what you're thinking. I shouldn't be snooping around on my husband's private stuff, but curiosity got the best of me and it was the only time I could check on his device without him noticing. I opened up his laptop first and I went straight to his emails and files. He doesn't like to listen to me when I tell him that all his passwords really should be different, but still easy to remember in case someone tries to hack him, but he simply doesn't listen to that advice. So it was was easy getting into locked files with his one password. I then stumbled upon a file titled AT plus JT. I got curious as AT are his initials and surprise, surprise, it was locked with the same password that he uses for everything. I opened it to find loads of pictures and videos with some other girl. I was shocked. I didn't think he would actually do anything like this to me. I started crying hysterically as I scrolled through all these videos and pictures. I clicked on the last one, which was the first one he ever added to the file. I looked at the date and it was just two weeks after we found out I was pregnant. I closed the file as I simply couldn't handle it. Seeing my husband spend some quality time with a woman that I've never met all while I was either at home or work or pregnant with our baby. I had simply just seen enough and the whole scenario made me sick to my stomach. I got ready for bed while still crying and eventually fell asleep. He woke me up about two hours later on accident. He apologized and said that he didn't mean to wake me up and I just ignored him and went back to sleep. I am being paid on maternity leave but it's not enough to support myself and a baby if I leave. Not even mentioning a divorce lawyer. Ever since I found out I have been doing the most I can making or ordering dinners, cleaning the house when I can and not bothering him when he goes and secretly cheats on me even though I know all about it. I don't know what to do. I simply feel stuck. I've told my mom and my siblings about it and my brother says I can move in with him until things Are settled, but I don't know how to confront my husband. My sister suggested that they all come over when it happens, so that I am safe, which is what I probably will do. Yet I don't have the proper funds for a divorce lawyer. All I know for now is that I need to leave before I give birth to our baby boy. This is all so unfortunate, and I just don't know what to do. What a terrible situation. The original poster is not only pregnant with a baby of seven months, but their husband is actively cheating on them pretty much constantly, and that is so So unbelievably toxic. So I'm truly sorry for all that you're going through right now. That's really unfair. But it sounds like you have a good plan going and you've got a lot of options. You mentioned how your brother would be willing to help you move into his place in the meantime, at least until you get things figured out. So that's definitely a solid option you could look into. And also there's a situation where you could confront him about this and have your whole family there as well for backup. I mean, that is a very distinct possibility that you could pursue. But with whatever path you decide to take, I really hope things work out for you and your Child, because what you're going through is absolutely unfair, and it's such a shame that your husband is making this terrible decision at the expense of you and your future child. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.